It's Daily Thunder, thundering out the truth of Jesus Christ live every morning from the Ellerslie campus in Windsor, Colorado. To learn more about our discipleship programs or to support this podcast, visit ellerslie.com. Now, here's Eric Looney. Good morning. It's the Wednesday edition of Daily Thunder. I have a message called True Cleanliness today. And uh, in a season like this with all the CDC requirements and uh, of how to uh, wear a mask, how to keep our hands clean, uh, it's a great time for a message like this. Uh, we've had a heightened focus uh, in, I know, the American culture, but I'm guessing all around the world on cleanliness right now, which is, you know, it's not a bad thing. Uh, there's a lot of good that can come out of hygienic uh Uh, cleanliness. And you've seen progression throughout cultures uh, when they begin to learn about hygienic standards. It actually removes diseases and it's wonderful. So there's nothing evil about that. However, the name of this is rather telling true cleanliness. There is a cleanliness that goes beyond skin deep. And the CDC is not prescribing something for the soul of man right now. In other words, they're showing us how to wash our hands and how to uh, properly uh, do things six feet apart uh, from this person. And, and yes, there's some wisdom in that. And it can help protect us from the coronavirus. But there is a deeper ailment, a, a greater virus, capital V, that is uh, infecting the soul of man that the CDC has no answer for. But Jesus does. And that's what I want to talk about uh, this morning is uh, it comes out of Mark 7. And it's interesting in light of uh, the way we we see our culture going of more distance than closeness. And on in Monday's edition, I was talking about the, the ironic uh, things that we're dealing with in the body of Christ today of recognizing that God calls us closer uh, to people than he does farther away. And so uh, social distancing is not really a concept in the Church of Jesus Christ. We have, there's for certain points of wisdom right now, it actually might cause our brother to stumble to, to violate that right now. But as we progress out of this virus season, we need to be very watchful as the church not to lose the moorings of what causes us to be the church, uh, which is a very dear and close affection that we have one for the other. Five times in scripture, it's gonna say, greet one another with a holy kiss. And we have so, so many symbols of this in scripture. We have Jesus with the leper. We have the prodigal's father who's going to run after a, a boy that was with the pigs uh, only maybe the day before or that day. And in other words, the, the closeness that he's going to show the father's willingness to embrace that which is dirty is quite shocking. In uh, Mark, which I'm not going to read today, but later in this very chapter that I'm going to read in Mark 7, you actually see him healing a deaf man. He's going to spit uh, on uh, him and touch his tongue. Uh, it's just sort of like, what in the, the world? This is not hygienically appropriate. And yet God is the standard for hygienic excellence. He's the one that came up with the law in the Old Testament, which was going to help the Jews know how to separate themselves from the diseases of the, the world in which they lived. And so God actually gave his people a loving gift of law, which showed them how to eat, how to cleanse, how to wash, all these things. And yet, 
In light of all of that, God is going to come to this earth in the form of uh, a man, Jesus, and he is going to set a higher standard for cleanliness. He's going to say it's not just in how you care for the outside. It's what you do on the inside that ultimately is going to clean you. So let's read this in Mark 7. Then the Pharisees and some of the scribes came together to him, having come from Jerusalem. Now when they saw some of his disciples eat bread with defiled, that is, with unwashed hands... They found fault. Uh, yeah, I mean, could you imagine someone eating with unwashed hands? The Ludi family has a tradition. It's a special uh, washing uh, tradition, which is you sing uh, happy birthday twice through as you wash with hot water and very specific soap. So there's a soap for just normal washing throughout the day before you eat. And then if you come in and you did something outside, say went to the store, then you wash with this other kind of soap. And so we have our little traditions uh, there. And they're wise. It's good. For the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they wash their hands in a special way. I bet they sang happy birthday twice through. Holding the tradition of the elders. When they come from the marketplace, see, they do not eat unless they wash. And there are many other things which they have received and hold, like the washing of cups, pitchers, copper vessels, and couches. Then the Pharisees and scribes asked him, Why do your disciples not walk according to the tradition of the elders, but eat bread with unwashed hands? He answered and said to them, Well did Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me, and in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. For laying aside the commandment of God, you hold tradition of men, the washing of pitchers and cups and many other such things you do. He said to them, All too well you reject the commandment of God, that you may keep your tradition." What you see is Jesus separating out the difference between commandment and tradition. Today, I would say CDC requirements or social etiquette and the word of God. See, there are certain things that we could even say would be human wisdom. And I would say you should wash your hands. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with that. However, if you forgot to wash your hands, fear not, O child of God. You see, our faith doesn't rest in our external cleanliness standards. They rest in our internal ones. What is our internal one? It's faith in Christ Jesus. When we are convicted of sin, we repent, we humble ourselves, and we believe that he is the one who washes us. He's the one who cleanses us. And that is the great secret of the Christian. There's a deeper cleansing that God desires to do. And so may we not forget that God is actually the one who keeps us clean and deems us clean as opposed to the traditions of men and our special uh, hygienic standards that we have. So later in that same chapter in Mark 7, uh, you're going to see uh, the unfolding of the disciples sort of saying, hey, what did you mean by that? And so let's go into that. There is nothing that enters a man from outside which can defile him. But the things which come out of him, those are the things that defile a man. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. When he had entered a house away from the crowd, his disciples asked him concerning the parable. So he said to them, Are you thus without understanding? Also, do you not perceive that whatever enters a man from outside cannot defile him? Because it does not enter his heart, but his stomach, and is eliminated, thus purifying all foods. And he said, What comes out of a man, that defiles a man. Isn't that an interesting statement in light of what we were dealing with here? We were dealing with a threat from the outside, this COVID-19. And it is 
this threat that if it gets a hold of us, oh, woe is us and what could it possibly do to us? But Jesus is saying, hey, there's something actually more deadly and it's inside and I can deal with that. The CDC has no prescription for that. How is the CDC supposed to help us from the internal impurities, from the internal virus that we are all carrying called sin? You see, it has no prescription, but Jesus is going to touch on this. So what comes out of a man, that defiles a man. For from within, out of the heart of men proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lewdness, and an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile a man. Oh no, what are we supposed to do with those? You see, what we are supposed to do is humble ourselves. We're supposed to repent. It's like that refiner's fire that is bringing the dross to the surface. What are we supposed to do? Wipe it clean. I was watching a video the other day of a Jewish man talking with another Jewish man, and he was attempting to describe Jesus to him. And he was talking about the sacrifice on the cross. And he said, you need to put your sin on that sacrifice. And to a Jew, that's how they would look at it. Is is faith means to put your sin on something. You have faith in Jesus. It's like his, his sacrifice is able to carry away your sin. And so we need to take that which is within us. And when we see Jesus by faith, we need to put it on Jesus. In this time of COVID-19, what it's doing is it's showcasing to the souls of men, starting with the church, that we have things that God wants to cleanse out, that he wants to clean us of. And it's not just to wash our hands in a special way and sing happy birthday twice through. It's that we would humble ourselves, that we would we would repent of those things that the Spirit of God convicts us of and that we would allow him to wash us whiter than snow. It's a beautiful and amazing thought. Final thought, Matthew 23, 26. Blind Pharisee, first cleanse the inside of the cup and dish that the outside of them may be clean also. You want external cleanliness? What's good? But if you want external cleanliness, God says, let's start on the inside. You see, God is working on the inside of the church right now. His great ends is not just to protect us from the coronavirus externally. It's to deal with that which is inside the church so that we would be ready to help those that are fearful of the coronavirus. God wants to set us free by the power of his shed blood so that we can be ministers of the good news in such a time as this. God's blessings. Daily Thunder is a listener-supported production of Ellerslie Discipleship Training. At Ellerslie, we are laboring to rouse the Church of Jesus Christ out of its lethargy and build brave-hearted Christians for such a time as this. Daily Thunder is delivered live and streamed daily weekdays at 8.15 a.m. and weekends at 9.15 a.m. Join us at live.ellerslie.com. We invite you to visit us at the beautiful Ellerslie campus in Windsor, Colorado for a day, a week, or an entire season of gospel-centered spiritual training. Learn more at ellersley.com. Thanks for listening.